all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Everyone to the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host Bianca Fly. Want to say happy Thursday to you folks out there. Guess what? The week is almost over. It's almost over, or just beginning for some folks. But nevertheless, make sure that it has been a great and productive week for you guys out there. Um, you guys, we got a special guest coming tonight. We are on B Fly's Poetic Lounge presents Keith the Notebook Williams. You guys, and I'm telling you guys, um, I've been excited about having him on the show. I've been a fan of his uh, for numerous of years now. I met him years, years, years ago uh, when I was just beginning, uh, like beginning of the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So I'm excited about having him on the show tonight. Um, as always, you guys, make sure that you put the information out there on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, let everybody know that Keith is on the Beautiful Butterfly Show tonight and I want to um, encourage you guys to go download our app. That's your radio network, 1328. So all you got to do is go to your app or your iPhone, Android. Um, search for our app. It's entitled YRN 1328. Download the app. You can listen via your phone, um, you know, wherever you are, you can listen. Uh, so download that app, and you can listen not only to my show, but several other shows that we have over here on the network, you guys. And so for the folks out there listening, if you've got a question or comment, or if you just want to call in and show Keith some love, you can do that, folks. All you got to do is call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. All you have to do is to press the number 1, and I'll be happy to bring you up on the line so that you can have the opportunity to share your words with him, you guys. So I'm excited, you guys. I don't know about you, but tonight we're going to talk about it all. Um, you know, when I talked to Keith, he said, hey, whatever you want to talk about, I'm down for us. So I love somebody who's open. Um, and ready for whatever, and that is exactly what he is all about, you guys. So I'm not going to delay it any longer, you guys. I say I'm going to bring the man of the hour on the line so you can hear him for yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Keith, you there? B-Ply, what's going on? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I've only been waiting like for years now for my opportunity. I've been waiting. <laughs> Absolutely. I am doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. How are things going in your neck of the woods? Everything is pretty good, pretty good. Everything's looking up. That's good. That's good. Awesome, awesome. And so for the folks, 
who may not know, of course, you're a Houston, Texas native, uh, and, and of course, you've been out there. You, you've been writing uh, for for a long time now. Is um, of course, learning in your bio, I discovered that you actually wrote your first poem at the at the age of nine. So tell us how did how what was Keith writing about at, at nine years old? <laughs> you know what? I can't even remember. It was like a school project. <laughs> But it's it's a it's a it's an odd story behind that. Yeah. Yes. I mean the story behind it is um it was a group project. It was a class project that we had to do. Mhm. And the the best or the poem they chose from the group or whatever he okay. published in a in a, a child, children's book. Not only did mine get chosen, but I never got the credit for it because my actual teacher took it and put her name mm. on it and put it in the book. No. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was crazy. I mean, oh but I didn't know gosh. any I didn't know any but at the age of nine, so it was like, well, okay, whatever. Right. Right. Wow! Now you now you look back as you get older, like man, she stole like plagiarism right. in his bed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my! Wow! Well, it, it must have been some poem for her to actually like wanted to put her name on it and say like she wrote it. <laughs> right. I can't even remember. <laughs> man, so. Speaking of those first poems, like what was the first poem that you do remember writing? What was that that first piece that you wrote? What was what was it about? Actually, the first piece I wrote uh, was only five years ago. Really? Yeah, I, I've only been doing this for the past five years, and I've only been performing for. Going on four years in December. Wow. So what made you, like, actually, like, want to, um, because you have a lot of, you know, poets who they write, but they necessarily don't get out of here and they don't perform um, at various places. So what made you decide that, you know, you were going to step out there and actually start performing? Well, actually, I I never was into it like that until I began listening to Blog Talk. Radio, because okay. I didn't know any, I didn't know anything about this form of poetry, this type mm-hmm. of community, anything. And I mean, until 2010, um, a friend of mine put me onto Blog Talk, and I just sat and listened for the longest time before I even got the mm-hmm. courage to actually do something myself. Right. And what was it like, especially? What was it about like poetry? Um, that actually made you want to, like, keep going with it? Like, you know, even though you've only been doing it for five years, like, what was it about it that, you know, made you decide, hmm, like, this might be something, like, I'm, I'm pretty decent at? <laughs> it was crazy because it was something that I've never heard, but mm-hmm. when I've heard all these amazing people doing this, it's like, wow, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. It was mind-boggling because, like, I used to write for myself, mm-hmm. like, all the But I've never heard this type of poetry. I've never heard spoken word. I've never heard this. Right. 
quote unquote urban poetry. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So the first chance I got, I listened for like months and months and months before I even got mm-hmm. the curse or say anything. <laughs> and, and like for you, like were you like as you were listening, like trying to perfect um, your craft better and better? Because I would assume most of the time when you, you know, spit that first piece, you, you want it to be, you know, you want it to be dope. You want people to feel it and and, and rock with it. So as you were listening, were you like working on, you know, tweaking your pieces as well? Well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't writing. You know what I mean? I was just listening. Yeah. I didn't have the courage, and then I didn't think that I was good enough to actually do what they were doing. You know what I mean? Wow, like, yeah. Tried it, and uh, I was scared to do it. <laughs> I, I was frightened. <laughs> I, I, I was, yeah. I wonder how they're going to receive me if I did this. You know right. But right. I did it. Right. People actually liked it. I was like, wow, you know what I mean? Just continued on from there. Wow! Like so, for you, um, where you, where do you draw? What, are, what does Keith draw like his inspiration from, as far as your poetry? Um, my biggest inspiration is is from from my peers. You know what I mean, from yeah, people I, I hear and people I read, and I mean just mm-hmm. from um the Facebook community alone. You know what I mean? Right. Other than that, outside influences are just people in general, just watching, just watching actions and just how people move from day to day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. A lot of times, like, we don't realize, um, because a lot of us are so caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life, you know, going to work, kids, family, right. whatnot, that um, sometimes we don't take the time to really sit back and, and see, you know, what's going on around us and how much inspiration can truly be around of us just because, you know, we're all so caught up most of the time that, you know, we don't even notice, you know, some of the things right. that are happening around us. I mean, but if you just stop and pay attention, just just yeah. look at anything. Yeah. I mean, all things are poetry, you know what I mean? Just yeah. You can you can bring poetry out of anything. All you gotta do is right. just pay attention. And for you, like when you when you when you're writing and so forth, because I, I don't know about anybody else, but when I see Keys, like he's on Facebook at like uh four, two thirty in the morning. I used to pick at him all the time <laughs> because especially when I had my baby and I was like, What in the world? Like he just dropped these pieces like randomly at two thirty. I remember them like two twenty to be exact because I remember like my feeding schedule with my daughter. It's almost like at two twenty in the morning or different times in the morning you would drop like just random pieces. And I was like, man, like what is he doing? Up? Like while everybody's sleeping, like you're steady, like just dropping, <laughs> dropping pieces. But the thing is, like at that time in the morning when I when I do those. um, I do those specifically for Yvette. So in the morning when yeah. she wakes up, she'll have something nice to read so she can um, take that throughout her day. That is amazing and beautiful um, all, all in one. You know, and that's the thing about a lot of times uh, we, we 
you know, it's, it's another thing that a lot of times we take for granted in, in realizing how how much we can, you know, create and put something positive um, into other people's lives, you know, giving them that boost uh, to start right. the day and so forth. Because we see, I mean, you know, Facebook, TV, all of that. <laughs> We see so much all kind of crazy stuff that goes on. And so, uh, you know, it has to be like a a great and refreshing feeling, you know, to be at a point where, like you said, you know, you write out something and she's able to wake up in the morning and, like, that's the first thing she reads because that kind of sets your tone for the day. You know, if we we wake up in the morning and we get that bad news or something to have us heated, we tick for the rest of the day (laughs) because of what happened, you know, that morning. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's one of those, those great aspects that I definitely like. And so uh, for you, um, just like over the years, like who 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 are some of Keith's uh, favorite um, poets? Who are some people you definitely dig their uh, reading their work um, or even hearing them, you know, spit and perform live? Right, right. I mean, um, oddly enough, as it is, like the first person that I met when I got into BTR was um, Brendan Payne. Ah, okay. Yeah, he's the first person that I met when I got into it. Like, literally, the first person. And um, right. And he he's good at what he does. You know what I mean? Like, you can't deny right. that. He's good at right. what he does. I mean, but there's so mm-hmm. many. So many great poets in this community alone, other than outside of the community that we really don't know about just yet. You know what I mean? But there mm-hmm. are a bunch of comers and women and men, and, and it's just a whole great thing to be a part of. Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing about it is that, um, you know, back in the um, – I'm saying it like it's been ancient times, but back in in the in the BTR days, where uh, man, I, people don't realize like what they missed. Like it used to be like so many, so many poetry shows just going on around the clock. You know, everybody, you know, anticipating on like whose show, you know, whose show's coming on next, and who's gonna be on there, and, and so forth. And so it was great to be able to, you know, be around and see a community of people, you know, such as yourself, who initially then began off as writing or doing poetry, but they, you know, grew to love it and grew to develop the craft themselves. And so for you, uh, what what are some of the challenges, if any, about being a poet? Because sometimes I would feel like, as a poet, people expect you to just be poetic all the time. Like, you, right, just, right. you know, they want everything you say to be poetic. So, like, what do you think of, like, some of the challenges of people knowing, you know, that you, you do poetry? Some of the challenges are um, people always want you to do some poetry. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can you get to know the person behind the pen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't just, yeah. I don't want to do poetry all the time. Every time you right. see me, get a poem, do a poem. No, <laughs> I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> right. Like, and other times, there are times that I don't have anything to write. Right. I, I don't have anything to say, anything to write. 
and therefore, time. therefore, people yeah. kind of like, where you at? Where you? <laughs> right, right. right. Like, <laughs> there are times where um, you have these things to write, but right, they're not necessarily politically correct, and mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to toes with it. So I just refrain from writing. Right. And I was just about to ask you, like, is that challenging to try to because you know, people when people think about poetry it's about, you know, speaking your mind, speaking what's going on in your heart. So oftentimes, like you say, just trying to be politically correct and, and you know, not trying to offend people but at the same time get your point across. Uh, right. Like, you know, how is that, you know, trying to put a piece out there? Because a lot of times, I mean, it's the same thing we see now, especially on social media. If people tweet something or on Facebook, if people put a status, like I could be talking about my uncle, but somebody on my <laughs> on Facebook is going to think this issue is related to them. Like, oh, right, she's right. addressing me, you know. So how do you, as a poet, deal that, you know, deal with that, you know, about people feeling some type of way and, and sometimes the pieces are not even, you know, directly about them? Another thing about me is um, I'm kind of known for saying whatever it is that I want to say, you know what I mean, without <laughs> right. without, without regret, without a care in the world, you know what I mean? If you right. take it a certain type of way. I mean, so be it. That's just you. But until you can right. come to me, to me about it and learn what it's actually about, I mean, you, you're just gonna have to feel that type of way. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is. And me. do you I'm think like, that? Do you think that people now, in general, have gotten to a point where we just get easily offended, you know, by just somebody making a statement or just saying, you know, this is how I feel about certain things that are going on, you know, in the world or in your community, do you think now people just, like, are really, like, highly sensitive about what people say? Absolutely, because, I mean, yeah, there's so much um, sensitive subjects at the moment and right. anger and <laughs> frustration and all types of those types of things that the media portrays already. So that's already um, sitting everybody on edge, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. they're just for that little something to push them over so they can rent themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. It seems like nowadays you have to um, – I think a lot of people are hesitant about what they put out there because you never know really, like, what kind of response you're going to put right. get from people, you know, even if you're just expressing yourself and how you feel nowadays, it's almost as if, you know, you're not, everybody's not capable or or it's not okay for everybody to have an opinion on certain stuff, right. you know. I mean, but like I said, with me, um, my thing is I don't mute myself. I say whatever it is that I want to say. And if you have a problem right. with it, um, you can comment all you want and you'll just be sitting there by yourself because I'm not going to respond back. <laughs> so you're not, <laughs> you know, one of, gonna... you're, not, you're not one of those poets like, we're not going to get in this battle about what this piece is supposed to be about. Right. I'm just not going to respond to mm-hmm. you unless you sit there all day by yourself. <laughs> or you can, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can battle back and forth with whoever else has an opposite opinion that posts on my thing as well, but I'm not going <laughs> to. 
Oh man, that's crazy. So a lot of times, so for, fair warning, you guys, if, if you connect with him, you're not gonna get that beef that you want. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. I mean, and it's funny to watch. They, they'll get all mad and all angry mm-hmm. and sit there and read and laugh, and enjoy my day. I mean, <laughs> why they on my phone? I'm angry. Absolutely, absolutely, man. What I want to do is I want to take a little break when we come back, but I want to, do want to touch on the, the the beef that kind of goes on in, in the poetry community that some of us have seen and experienced and all that type of stuff. So I do want to touch on that and get your thoughts on that. So we're going to take a break, folks. We're going to be back with more Keith right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, y'all, it's Coach Michelle Jackson. And when I'm not busy coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Law to the Hustle series 1 and 2, also author of the Devil's Calling Card 1, 2, and 3, all available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. Check out the creative work of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2. And Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Hello? Hello? What's your only girl? Girl, I think about. You're the only girl for me. Girl, I think about.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. You guys know that we're joined tonight by Keith the Notebook Williams, you guys. He is in the building, you guys. Um, guess what? You're not too late. We are still getting into the show tonight. Uh, for the folks out there listening, if you got a uh, question, comment, or you just want to show him some love, all you got to do is call in. The number is 347-326-9139. All you have to do is press the number one. And we'll be happy to bring you on in here so you can join the party with us, you guys. Please. Um, I had to do a little throwback. You heard that, Michelle? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Keith some forgot all about the interview. He was over there two stepping, y'all. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And before I do get to our question, we do um have a caller with her hand up. So we're gonna bring the caller in, you guys. We got a caller from the eight three two last digits now four zero seven station name and where you're calling from. Man, what's up, BB? This is Nikki what? Kaplan, a.k.a. Fertile Spirit. Fertile Spirit, what's going on? What's hey, going man, on? I just wanted to call in before I started my webinar and show some love and support. Um, Keith Notebook, I want to say you are an awesome poet. I haven't had the opportunity to really see you much, but I've definitely seen and heard your work. I'm proud of you. And as a fellow poet out of Houston, I just want to say keep doing your thing. Keep spreading your reggae messages, man. Thank you. Well, I haven't heard of Fertile Spirit in years, man. Man, Fertile Spirit, let me tell y'all, this is a this is a hidden gem, you guys. Fertile Spirit is, is one of those poets, those those poets that people just don't know about, very underestimated. Uh, but she has some of the dopest pieces, you guys, uh, yeah. that you want to hear. Uh, so we're going to have to get Fertile Spirit on here one night to share something with us. I, I know you got a busy schedule tonight, but Fertile, you gotta you got to come back and share a little treat with us sometime. I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that. And, B.B., I want to thank you for your shout-out. Much appreciated. But I definitely want to pass the, book, pass the buck back to you and back to Keith. So for you, B.B., I want to say you keep doing your thing. You know, you keep doing the, keep doing the Butterfly Lounge. You've been doing BTR for <laughs> years, man. But I remember when yeah. first I started, and you was one of the first, you and um, I was the first to give me a shot with BTR. So you keep doing your thing. You're doing a <laughs> wonderful job. I see that you're growing, man, so much. And Thank you. Personal-wise as well as business-wise and radio-wise. And keep, keep representing, keep going the pen, keep doing what you do. And for everybody that's listening, man, kick back with the show. Enjoy everything. Take nothing for granted. And remember that your pen, your pen has power. Absolutely. Thank you, Fertile. <laughs> God bless everybody. Peace and I'm out. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Is uh, we got another caller in. Boy, they just keep on coming in, everybody. Area code seven zero eight, last digits one one zero one. State your name. Where you calling from? Hello, hello, hello. It is Coach Michelle Jackson, also known as Poet Renee Michelle. Thanks. Hey, yeah, Bianca Fly. Hey, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? How you doing? I am well. I am well. Everything is good. I just had to. I had to call in. Um, of course, I'm not as you know 
busy in the poetry community anymore. I'm still a poet at my heart, but Keith is very, 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 very special. I remember when I had um, a show with poets, and he called mm-hmm. in, and he was so laid back. I don't know, Keith, was that the first time you were going to spit? I was trying to encourage you to or something. Yeah, I think so. She's like, yeah, I think so (laughs) But the thing is He was a little reserved But his pen has always been Amazing and inspiring I mean, I know he's growing And all that, but he came out the gate Or what I viewed as the gate On fire, he was already the man He was already hot And I knew it and I could sense it He was a little hesitant though But he is amazing Um, I've never seen anything that I would say, ooh, don't support this dude. Everything I see that comes from you, and I sit back and I look, and I'm still doing my other things, but Keith is an inspiration. The notebook, he's an inspiration. He's encouraging. He's exemplary. He is amazing, and I just wanted to give some support, and Bianca, you already know, girl, but (laughs) (laughs) Keith, congratulations on all of your success. It is amazing to watch you. I'm so happy you are comfortable speaking and reciting and spitting because I saw it. I knew it was already in you. And I'm just thankful that you adhere to the voice within you. You're just you're doing your thing. So congratulations on your many successes. I don't know everything you're doing because I don't pretend, right, to know more than I do. But <laughs> I do know I see you from time to time, and you and Yvette, I'm happy for both of you. I'm excited. You are someone that people really should support and really kind of look up to. You are an amazing, from what I've seen, um, you're an amazing person, so congratulations. You are an exemplary poet. And I guess Yvette would probably say a wonderful man. I don't really want to overstep my boundaries, you know. I'm married and all, right? Yvette, I ain't trying to get him a nothing, girl. But <laughs> you got to put it out there. got to respect my sister. Absolutely. But congratulations. I just wanted Thank to support. I'm not going to hold up the line or anything, but you keep doing you because you can nobody do you better than you, and you are amazing. Thank you, Bianca. Oh, girl, yeah, I heard my um, little radio pitch for you. I didn't know you were actually going to put that up there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, (laughs) my voice, yuck. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. And, Keith, even though I'm not as prominent in the poetry community, because, you know, I coach now, but I even – I have – I have some events coming up for speaking engagements against sexual assault and suicide and all that. I still do poetry. So, you know, one day, I don't know, we're going to have to collaborate or something because I love Keith's style. He is just very, very, very laid back and just he's, he, he'll, he'll cut you before you even know you're bleeding. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. And it, it, but it's an inspirational cut. Like, you're going to learn, you're going to grow from it, but you've still been cut, right? Anyway, I'm in a silly mood, so excuse me, but congratulations again, and I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to sit back and just listen, though. Okay, right, thank awesome. You, we appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right. All right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And, of course, uh, to the callers out there, hey, you still got time to call in uh, for your questions and comments. Or just a show of love, the number is 347-326-9139. And, of course, he's like, before I went to the break, 
I was talking about um, the sometimes we we see a, a little beef that stirs up between different poets. Um, and so for you, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? When you see um, some of that um, unfolding and, and going on, uh, what are your personal thoughts on poets that, you know, kind of have issues, you know, uh, with, with other poets? Um, there's nothing you can't discuss. Yeah. And, and the crazy part is, like, I'm cool with everybody, so right. <laughs> it's like it's like each party will come to me to get my opinion on the situation. Mhm, mhm. But I don't have one. I mean, I, I just don't <laughs> have one. I don't. I don't right. involve myself with with because I'm I'm cool with both of you. I can't side right. with you and not hear his side. You know what I mean? So I right. I don't have. You sell that the best way you know how, and I'm gonna sit back and do what I do. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's, it's wise um, to do that because oftentimes, you know, if when people get advice or from other people, it's like they kind of bring you into the fire right. that has already been created. You know, so therefore, I mean, you, you've been brought into a situation that you really had no part of. Absolutely. I mean, I, I've been, uh, you know, people have tried to draw me into certain situations before, but I right. just don't even feed into it. I mean, you can fish all you want, but unless I catch that hook, you're not going to catch anything. <laughs> and, and for you, like, uh, do you feel that um, a lot of times the, the, the rival um, amongst poets um, is often unnecessary because for me, um, there's enough poetry, there's enough words out here for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, why why the the, the competitiveness? Uh, why do you because think that a lot of poets have become a lot more competitive um, these days? Because they have these groups and cliques and whatever you want to call and and. We're better than you type situations and this and that, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I mean, like we used to be able to have like friendly battles. You know what I mean? Like on a show is yeah. battle night. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, and then after after the show, everybody's cool. Right. But now you have these <laughs> these new and these wild ones coming in, and they think it's rap battles and. We're gonna fight afterwards. I mean, it's unnecessary. It's right. unnecessary. Oh. I mean, which, Absolutely. like I said, we're all poets, and like, what people don't realize is certain words can hurt. You know what I mean? Words Absolutely. can cut. Words can mm-hmm. cut deep, and there's certain things you, you you're not supposed to say, or you shouldn't say to somebody else. Right. If there's, if there's a show battle like we used to have and everybody's cool, okay, fine. But now it's getting out of hand where I'm getting in my feelings, so I'm going to come mm-hmm. find you in the city and all this. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Absolutely. Like, okay. Absolutely. I, I, like, okay, I'll give you my address. Just talk about <laughs> And the thing about it is that a lot of times um, I feel that 
um, you know, people um, like to get a little, as you mentioned, they go too far, and we like to get too personal. You know, we like right. to hit people where it hurts, you know, with especially um, if you've had the opportunity to be around people who have shared different aspects of their life. And I think sometimes people, you know, they play your cards a hand because it's like, you know, you, you took, you know, you were being open and allowing people to see what's going on with you, you know, being transparent, but then people use that to hurt you, you know, and right. to, you know, use, kind of use your own words against you, so to speak. But the thing about me is um, I give everybody everything up front about myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything, yeah. like the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is. I give it to them straight up about myself and my pieces. So yeah. You you yeah. really don't have anything to talk about when it comes to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really don't because I've already said it. So what is it, what is it that you can say? Right. Absolutely, and, and I wanted to ask you um, when, when when you look at poetry, um, the spoken word, um, just in the amount of, amount of years that you have been a part of it, um, how much have you seen it, if any, um, change? Um, do you think people, um, you know, are, are talking about, you know, some of the things that we we need to be talking about? Like oftentimes, I feel that, um, um, and I had a, a poet on here. Um, a while back who talked about, you know, poets are the voice for the voiceless, you know, people Absolutely. who aren't able to get their thoughts and their expressions out there. So do you think that we have a lot of people who are being vocal about some of the stuff, you know, that we're dealing with um, in our community and, and this world in general? Uh, so so oh, yeah. do you think um, people are, are touching on, on those great, you know, those, those points of, of things that are taking place? Absolutely. I mean, and and it's yeah. grown so much. And in the few yeah. years that I've been, it's grown so much from talking about just random rhetoric to talking about what happens from day to day, what we live in now, the type of societies we live in, the the yeah. coming to the to, you know what I mean, like just to cut out the ignorance. You know what I mean? It's getting greater. And, Absolutely. And Absolutely. There are a bunch of great poets out there that's talking about what's going on. I mean, what's happening. And we are the voices, you know what I mean? And, like, everybody's starting to realize that the music they have in rotation right now is to (laughs) try to drown out the voices that we have. Right. Very true. But eventually... When we become that airplane, when we become that rotation, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're not gonna have anything else to say. They're not absolutely, have any other to us. right, right, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we have a another caller here on the line. We're gonna bring in here area code five one three last digits eight one zero three. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, hey, hey! It's a slow attic slow. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Man, I just wanted to call in with much love and respect. I'm actually on vacation. Um, down where am I? I'm down here in Hilton Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got down to North Carolina yesterday and made my way over to South today. But I knew oh, my dude right. was coming on the show, 
And I got so much respect for him because in the morning, early in the morning when I wake up and I read his post, he always yeah. gives me insight and thought. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. no doubt. You no, know? Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Even on that love thing because, you know, sometimes <laughs> black women, you know, seriously, you know, we presented yeah. an a, a anger issue, just having anger Absolutely. issues. Yeah. And then when mm-hmm. I see his post, I'm kind of like, you know what, there are good men out there. There's still black mm-hmm. love. Even though I got it, I want other people to see it. Because when you're the person talking about it and you're in love, people be like, oh, she's just saying it because she's in love. But to see somebody uh-huh. else, because I, I know the misses and stuff, it's just wonderful, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I appreciate both of you, um, you know. Butterfly Thank been you. hanging in there for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> notebook giving us the ability to open up and see his notebook. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I really just wanted to call in and show love and respect. Um, my significant other. We all doing wine smoothies and stuff, so you know how that is. Oh, nice, nice. Well, we appreciate you calling in on your vacation. We hope you guys have a have a nice and pleasant vacation. That's a nice spot down there, so I know y'all having a good Thank time. Thank you, and both of y'all just keep doing what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? It, it, when you when you call to do poetry, when you call to be a voice butterfly, man, that's like being yeah. warriors of God. So yeah. I, I appreciate knowing that I'm not on this battlefield by myself. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you. All right, sis. Take care, brother. All right. All right. You, 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 and my, my man Crumb enjoy your vacation, man. Thank you. We appreciate y'all. All right. <laughs> All right, you guys, and of course. Uh, speaking of that love, I told you guys we're going to be talking about that love tonight. We're going to talk about that love and see Keith's thoughts. Uh, when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to love, you guys, uh, uh, I told you guys that he said that he was um, an open book and he is uh, ready to talk tonight. So I'm excited uh, about that as well. Uh, for the folks out there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it back a little bit, do another throwback joint for you guys. I want to come back. I want to hear Keith's thoughts on, on love and expressing your love. He might give y'all fellas some notes out there, so make sure you got your notebooks. <laughs> your notebooks out. <laughs> so that you can take some notes uh, from the man himself, you guys. But we're going to be back with more Keith, the notebook, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Oh.
you know, as Floetic Flo mentioned, um, as women, um, we don't often see um, men display their love um, in those type of ways and mechanisms. So for you, um, what is it that, you know, is in you that makes you want to show your love hourly? Because we have so many people now who are just private. You know, people in love in private. <laughs> you just don't know, you know, if they're in love or if they're together or not, whatever. So what made you, you know, put that out there to, okay, you know, you are a notebook, you are the open book, and, and be able to show, you know, those emotions about love and, and relationships and, and all that stuff? I mean, to me, it's, um, it's about knowing what you want. Yeah. I mean, knowing what you want and at the same time knowing what you have, knowing what you have to give as well as it being reciprocated. You know what I mean? Right. It's like what's the point in being hidden? You know what I mean? What, what are you hiding from? Right. <laughs> I mean, it does if, – if, you have to hide your love. There's no need to have it at all. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. And, and for you, um, what are your thoughts on um, what um, love is all about? Like, uh, what, what's Keith's definition of love? My definition of love is um just be. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's, it's it's not pinpointing one thing, it's just being. It's just being content with who you are, being content with who you have and not even having to be doing anything but just being there together and breathing the same air or Holding hands or something. I mean, it's it's that simple. Right. It's right. complicated. It's not as complicated as a lot of people make it out to be. Right. Absolutely. And, and do you think that, um, like, what what are your reasons that you feel that maybe perhaps some men are not as vocal? Um, about how they feel because I know I've I've had girlfriends in the past and they said, girl, I don't know, you know, I don't know how he feels about me, you know, because I, I never hear him tell me, um, you know, really how he feels about me and so forth. So why do you think it is that men, when it comes to men, speaking of men in general, uh, that men have that difficult time about expressing, you know, how they feel um, about a woman? I mean that 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 could come true from both ways, but it's it's um, yeah yeah it's um uh, let's see let's see I'm gonna try to word it. They're afraid, you know what I mean? It's like yeah yeah. If you if you could talk to them and understand why, then you'll have a better understanding of them. But it's it's an insecurity thing, right? I mean, because a lot of people are insecure because of uh, it's not the right thing to do, but because of past relationships, mm-hmm. they'll be hesitant. But not you know what I mean? I mean, I had one of the worst. <laughs> 
the worst relationships before. I mean, but yeah. eventually it comes to a point where you have to let that go and not right. bring that into your current. Because mm-hmm. if you bring that to your current, that's going to mess up the whole thing before it even starts. You know what I mean? Right. And it's interesting. It's interesting to hear you say that because a lot of times we hear about the women, you know, how we go through these awful relationships and when we meet somebody else, we bring in on this excess too. So to hear, you know, another man say that, you know, he, he tried, you know, not to bring that, you know, into his current relationship. And so for you, because I don't think really a lot of people get to hear it from this perspective, like for you as a man, as you were talking about, you know, that past relationship being really, really, you know, just, just really, really horrible for you, like did it make you um, reserve your love a little bit? Because oftentimes, you know, we're kind of hesitant about like, you know what, I'm just not going to put my heart on the table again because last time it got run over like a truck, <laughs> you know? So, you know, how did you feel about, you know, when that love, you know, began to surface in your new rela- new and current relationship, you know, were you afraid of allowing it to, you know, just happen? But that's the thing. Um, My relationship now is just, we – the best thing about it is we started out as friends. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Platonic yeah. friendship. Like nothing else, platonic friendship. And mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. time, it just grew and grew and grew and into, into love. I mean, that's yeah. the best yeah. time. Because yeah. with the friendships, that's the way to learn who the person is before you Absolutely. involve them. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get around to being involved in a romantic relationship, you know that person so well that there's nothing else that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And uh, we actually have uh, another caller here on the line, um, area code 562, last digit 0662. Uh, state your name and where you're calling from. It's the one and only... Uh, Joski the poet calling from the LBC. <laughs> Big dog. What's going on, Joski? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? I, I had to pop in and show love, man. What's up, brother Keith? What's going on, Big dog? I'm chilling, man. <laughs> I'm chilling, man. I had to pop in and show love, man. I, I was like, I kept saying, man, I'm something, something I'm supposed to be doing at 3 o'clock besides working, but I kept trying to figure it out, and then if I looked at my phone because I had my phone off, said I was in a meeting all day, and, and then I looked and it popped up. I said, I got to call in. That's it. <laughs> What's up, awesome, BB? Awesome, awesome. I am doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh man, I got two of my two of my saves on the line, you guys. Man, I'm telling you, I think yeah, I probably met you guys probably like around the same time. Like I feel like it was like many many years ago, but I, I've known right. yeah you and Keith for like years <laughs> yeah. now. Um, man, Joski, yeah, Joski, is another one of those poets. I told y'all guys, he's he's kind of like, I mean, he's, he's one of them. He just. Throw it in on you, and he just leaves. 
Joe, he comes right, on right. Facebook, he drop a piece, and he's gone for a month. And you're like, but wait, but wait, like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. That's that's what I do, man. I, I you know, I I, I come in. I, I'm I'm like that mystical, you know, mysterious person. You know, I pop in and then you don't see me. Then you wonder where I'm at. Then I pop back in again. Absolutely. Know. But I'm always somewhere around. I'm always somewhere around. Absolutely. But I just want to give mad props to Keith, man. That's that's Keith the Beast, the Notebook. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, this this cat, like you said, you said the same thing, BB, that I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. We go way back, you know, you know, it's 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 just, you know, and mad props to your daughter, man, on that hey, man. that accomplishment, that graduation, man. That I know that is big, you know. I got my son that's coming up next year, so my daughter was last year, so I know that feeling you had, man. It's it's that's a yeah, that's a, like an overwhelming feeling, you know. Absolutely, nothing like it, brother. I, I promise, man. <laughs> And it was 891 graduates in her class. Whoa, that is wow. a big class. Man, that you is good. Major props. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was about to say. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Did they go by alphabetical? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah, you really oh, was man. there forever. Cause that, that's yeah, how I felt about mine. Like, I'm in the, hey, I was a V, so I had to wait. <laughs> For a long time, oh. I was like, oh, my God, would they ever come on, you know? Exactly. <laughs> man, that I know. is awesome. That yeah, is that's awesome, good. Man. That is, that's good. Just, you know, cherish that moment, man. I hope you took plenty of pictures and video oh, or whatever. It. So there it is. Good. <laughs> That is us. Uh, well, we definitely appreciate you calling in, um, Josie. Oh, yeah. uh, we are um, we are um, talking about uh, Keith's thoughts on love and relationships and, and all that good stuff. And we're gonna even have him uh, share some pieces uh, here shortly. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, for the I'm flow. looking forward so, to that. Yeah. So you hang on. Um, and uh, I will. If we have I time. Will. We're gonna do a little um, open mic if we can. So definitely okay. stick around. That'll work. And, all right, y'all. Okay. I'm gonna sit right. on. I'm, well, I'm literally sitting on the couch right now, seriously. <laughs> so I can really won't be lying. I'm a. I'm gonna sit here on a comfy couch. You know, legs propped up, getting ready for this basketball game that's about to go down. You know, yeah. I'm watching. I'm gonna watch LeBron and watch Steph do their thing, but I'm rooting for Golden State. You know, you know, I got to root for my, my home state. Golden State. <laughs> All right, y'all. That love to y'all. I'm All out. All right. Okay. Later. <laughs> awesome, 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 man. And, uh, but, yeah, you know, and and uh, speaking of relationships, I know people like, BB, you have to wrap this up. We want to hear what Keith's got to spit tonight. We don't want to. But, um, you know, when it comes to relationships, like, do you think that people have the, the thought process that men don't, you know, they don't hurt and go through different emotions like when it comes to relationships. Because a lot of times people think that men are, you know, they're they're hardcore, they're you know you know, they don't really have any right. feelings sometimes. So Yeah. That's false information. <laughs> yeah. But the thing yeah. the thing is like um we're labeled you know what I mean? We're labeled so much 
the majority of the time we have to we have to hold that. We can't we right. can't show or will be labeled or will be talked about or will be something to be said because because we show that. You know what I mean? Right. And it's hard, but most men do that in the privacy of their own time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, what do you believe um, at the end of the day? What are are some of the the foundations um, that keeps a relationship um, going strong and and, and I'm not saying that relationships are not going to have their up and down because they are. Um, that that's just the nature of relationships. You have those moments where everything is going good and they kind of slope off on the hill a little bit, and you gotta, you know, pick it back up and get it to where it needs to be. So, what do you believe is, is some of the foundations on how you, you know, sustain um, a, a good relationship? I mean, first is communication above yeah. anything else. Learn how to communicate, sit down and talk yeah. without the rape, without the raised voices, without the anger, without the irritation, without any anything negative. Learn how to sit down and just speak as adult individuals. Right. Me, secondly, have that trust factor. I mean, because if you can't trust the person you're with, what's the point of being with them? You know what I mean? Right, right. And you have to have that in order to do anything. And treat your significant other just like you want them to treat you. And then you'll, I mean, you'll be fine. I mean, because you can't. It can't be any any one sided situation. It can't be absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, you can't be that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. learn how to learn if you have to disagree. Learn how to agree to disagree, and yeah. and push forward. Yeah, and that and that's a big one. Learning how to agree to disagree <laughs> because sometimes we just want to disagree. Like, I don't want to agree with nothing you say or your opinion when it relates to something. Like, I just want to be mad. You know, sometimes we just want to be mad and we don't understand. Like, okay, I'm going to respect how you feel about this. And and the, the thing about it is moving on, you know, because sometimes we stay stuck and, and we just mad forever over a certain situation, you know, and I learning mean, to get past those things, you know. That's the thing right there. I mean, there's no need. Yeah. In, in that in that getting stuck portion, because if yeah. you're stuck, you'll never move forward from that. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just I just love uh, Keisha's tone. Keisha's tone just makes you like want to sit back with a drink and just drink. <laughs> <laughs> And just vibe and rock out. So, and why is that? Because a lot of people have mentioned that tonight as well. Like you're just very laid back, and 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 have you always been that way? Absolutely. Even even yeah. from a child, my my father nicknamed me '88 for wow. for the fact there's this '88 cheese on the piano. He said I was yeah. like 
piano music, and that's just how I've been all my life. I mean, wow. There's been times as everybody that you can get angry or riled up or whatever the case may be. Right. But right. For the part I'm even toned and just chilling. There's no need to get all upset and all riled up for what? I mean, there's gonna do nothing but cause stress in your life and stress leads to heart attack and everything else. So right. it's just cool. That's awesome. Just, that is awesome. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, this shows like it shows, um, you know, through um, things that you share uh, through social media and just your interaction with people. Um, and as Flo said, you know, just being one of those people as well who um, is able to read, you know, some of the stuff that you put out in the morning. Um, I mean, it's, it's it's encouraging to all of us. I mean, I I think that you know the thing about um, you know, people posting various things is that it can touch on different things that goes on in our life, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I like the, the fact that you're able to post things that, you know, it, it's about love and, you know, some days or, you know, just building a healthy communication or all kinds of things, you know. So I think when people are able to tap into um, your mindset and tap into different things that are going on with you, um, it speaks uh, volumes about that individual, so I, I'm glad that I am able to have that connection with you. Where I'm able to read, but I'm, I'm jealous of that though, because I know, I know she gets it. I know she gets it. <laughs> I know, like the, uh, her, her catalog of, of of poems and pieces are like out of this world. So she she definitely has it going good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So what yeah. I want to do is, we're gonna, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I'm oh, no. what I'm going to say is what we're going to do is we're going to take just a little break. We're going to do another throwback jam. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to get Keith to share some pieces with us live, you guys, so you guys um, be in store, be prepared for that. Um, and we're going to come back, you guys, with more right here on the Be- Beautiful Butterfly Show with our special guest tonight, Keith the Notebook Williams, you guys. And don't forget, you still got time to call in um, and share with us. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And uh, we'll be right back, you guys. Do I love you? Do I lust for you? Am I a sinner because I do the two? Can you let me know right now, please? For me to have the ball. Question the authority.
from, you gotta put me on. Crazy prophylactics. So far, I hope you like rap songs. You need an apple bum, you gotta put me on. together made beautiful sounds, but made the assumption that nobody heard them. Well, I want you to know that I heard you. I heard you lyrics. I heard you through concrete walls, roach-infested halls. I heard you through mama sobs of praying to the Lord not to take her baby away. I heard you through lonely, cold nights, and I didn't ignore your pleas just because there was no drama in my life, because to me, your melody was still beautiful, no matter how it was brought forth, and it needed to be heard. Because everybody got a song that needs to be sung, from the man on Fifth Street who's singing the blues, to the motherless child whose life has been cruel. Even those who go to sleep hungry at night, and them lyrics right there, dumb lyrics right there sometimes just don't sound quite right. But I heard you. I heard you through tracks that ran up and down arms from getting high in the middle of the night, from lies that caused you to be tongue-tied, from scratches on his back from making sweet love for the very first time. I, I even heard the couple that prayed together with a combination of baritone and alto, giving a perfect pitch. So for all the lyrics who thought no one heard you, for all the lyrics who thought no one heard you, know that I I heard you. I heard you coming from alleyways. I heard you through babies left in trash cans, from long bus rides home so you can embrace loving arms, from hearts that beat irregular to generational curses that went unseen. Remember, I heard you because everybody got a song that needs to be sung for lyrics that were 
casing bars and prison by a system that refused to believe that they were stars from outcries that were felt in the pit of your soul. You see, I heard the beauty of a story that went untold. So if nobody did or ever wanted to, remember, I listen just for you. Remember, I heard you lyrics because everybody has a song that needs to be sung. Welcome back, everyone. That piece was entitled Lyrics by our very own Floetic Flo Malone off of her uh, poetry album entitled Floetic Tears. You guys definitely go uh, purchase that, cop that um, awesome piece that she has um, on that album, you guys. So we're back with our tonight's feature, you guys, Keith the Notebook Williams, you guys. And so, um, of course, people have uh, been anticipating, uh, when is he going to share his pieces? So I'm going to let him do that, um, you guys. Uh, Keith, what's the um, first piece you got up for? Um, I, I'm going to do... The, the first piece that I did on your other uh, show. Okay. Okay. It's called Naked. Okay. Let me get you naked. No, this has absolutely nothing to do with me taking your clothes off, but on the other hand, has absolutely everything to do with me stripping you down to the bare minimums of your mind. To look into your insides and see if the nature of it is the beauty because they're out of you. Allow me down into the marrows of your skeleton, letting the others out of the closet so they can too witness what it is that I so admire in you. Allow me into the cracks and crevices of your brain frame where mere thought is yet to roam. Areas of yet to be traveled existence where persistence pays off with me knowing every fiber of your DNA the makings behind the makeup of you and what it is that makes you so easy, easy and beautiful. Allow me to expand the wings of your mind. Expand so we can ascend to higher heights so we can reach the slice of heaven back on that night cloud from which is your original origin of birth. I mean, it has to be. Being the angel you are. See, I want to walk inside your wonders. Wade into the depths of your what-ifs. Take those short trips you took to your daydreams and just be. Just to be the ones that comfort you at night. I want to strip you down to the bare essentials of your senses. Let me peel back each layer using cranial stimulations till we reach peaks of mental combustion. So there's no assumption. Allow me to open wide the binds of your book just to see how you function. Yeah. Just let me get you naked. Peace. Nice. Nice. I know I wasn't about to take your clothes off, but I wonder how many people were trying. Well, it was a 
motivation behind that piece? What did you What did you get the um the the, the process and the and the, all that good stuff about that piece? Um, you have so many people talking about nudity and let me get you naked and doing this and that. Right. You know what I mean, right. But I'm trying I'm trying to get you naked without moving one article of clothing from me. Right. I mean, if you get somebody mentally naked, Mm. anything else can come later. You know what I mean? Absolutely. 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 And that's the thing. I think that a lot of times people uh, people are impatient. You know what I mean? Like, uh, people just, and as I always say, like, we kind of live in this microwave society where we want things quickly. So like you said, right. I think, you know, as far as taking the time to, as you say, you know, um, mentally, mentally uh, get someone, um, you know, that's the thing about it. It's like a lot of people don't want to take that time and patience to mentally, mentally intertwine with somebody and, and, and see how they're connected on that level. We just immediately jump to where, you know, how can we, you know, get the thing started, you know, physically. Um, without realizing, you know, we can have we can have in the most incredible conversation um, mentally, you know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and whatever comes after that is what comes after that. But if right. you get somebody mentally naked, that's the most powerful connection you can have, and that'll make right. the physical that much better. I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and for you, um, I heard you um, talk about how you, um, so you're not one of those poets who, who writes every day. No, not at all. <laughs> I used to be, but I used to be until I realized that um, okay. quanti- quantity doesn't mean quality. Right, yeah, right. And I, and I got to the, I got to the point where I was reading what I was writing every day, and it was like, what is this crap? You know what I mean? It's like, right. I had the nerve to put this out into the world, and I didn't even think up to par. You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I don't like putting out subpar. I rarely even write notes anymore. Wow. Online, on anyway. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'll just, Amazing. I'll make a little spill or whatever thing, whatever I'm feeling at the moment or thinking at the moment, I might post it or whatever. But that's just something right. that's bare the moment, free, wow. flow, whatever. All it. So, what would be, what would be your your words of, I guess, um, motivation and encouragement to those out there um, who, like yourself, you know, just kind of um, sat back for a while, uh, you know, and uh, just kind of kept his craft <laughs> to himself. Like, what are your, what are you, what are your advice to those out there who might be kind of skeptical about sharing, you know, their pieces with, uh, with, with people? Because the thing about it is, you just you know, did that uh, piece entitled Naked, um, literally, uh, for a lot of us, getting on stage, getting in front of people, talking to people, or even, you know, performing stuff over the phone or Internet uh, can give you that very naked feeling. 
you know, like you're really just standing up there naked because you're letting everybody see what's going on. So what would be your advice to those poets out there who might be kind of hesitant about getting out there and sharing, you know, um, with people? Absolutely. Um, Because, like, the first time I even read on BTR, I'm mm-hmm. sitting at home by myself shaking like I'm in front of somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Was, yeah. <laughs> there was this open phone, but um, my advice would be take your time. Don't try to rush anything. Don't try to rush into anything. Don't try to be a part of everything. You know what I mean? Just take your time. Hone your craft. Work on your craft. Study your craft. Work on it some more. Study it some more. Read, study some more, and just yeah. work on your. And, and I mean, if you feel comfortable enough to where you think you can do it, I mean, let somebody else or one of your friends or somebody read it first. I mean, if right. you think, and then I mean, let them critique you. Find somebody yeah. that's going to critique you. And not sugarcoat anything for you. Right, right, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you have a lot of of yes men and yes women that'll just (laughs) be you. Right, right. Just because because they're your friends. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to critique you and not sugarcoat and say that you're good because because they're your friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we do have a request. Uh, somebody wants you to do a piece entitled uh, Billy Jean. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll do it. Okay. We're ready when you are. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joe. <clears throat> Look, we <he> already knew. <laughs> right. Here we go. She tried to Billy Dean me. Pretended to have faith in her biggie, but only wanted Nicki Minaj just like Queen Bee with any other genre like an HBO special. Specializing in trying to pull wolves' clothing over sheep's eyes when the shepherd of the flock always saw clearly through her disguise, which was the genesis of a relationship's demise. And at this point, I couldn't be more relieved, but she tried to Billie Jean me. Playing a game of back and forth with my emotions like Billie Jean King, blowing smoke of my art to ash, asking for nothing but reciprocity of what I gave, but mentally catfished by someone I've known half my life. No, this just ain't some random chick. This is someone formerly known as my wife. She tried to Billie Jean me. With looks of disgust, she poured acid on my self-esteem. She disenfranchised what I thought was a team. See, she wanted two and a half men. She Charlie seen me. She made a move to make Kenneth McGriff want to quit the Supreme Team. This chick tried to Billy Jean me. My first thought was to grab my keys and beat it. Because Dirty Diana was a smooth criminal. The way she made me feel with no subliminal shit got bad. I thought the doggone girl was mine, not knowing this beetle-ass dude was hitting the whole time she tried to Billie Jean me. Think. I was once her thriller, but I had to step back and take a long look at the man in the mirror, and I realized. 
I'm more than what she tried to make me out to be. She tried to Billy Jean me. But the paternity test said, the kid is not my son. Peace. <laughs> wow. How did you... <laughs> Josie, like, is like Rudy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He knew he knew it was you talking. He knew it was you uh requested uh, a piece inside So tell us uh, of course, which I love it. I love, love, love that piece. Uh tell us uh how did you come up with the concept for Billy Jean? Um, everything in it is um true story. Everything I write is Oh wow, um, okay. Yeah, everything that I write is ninety eight percent uh my personal experience. Oh wow! Okay. And, and what? Wow. Came, how they, How it came about though is um, I was at work and um, had the satellite radio, and I turned it on the old Motown station and locked it yeah. so they couldn't turn the station. <laughs> and, and and Billie Jean came on, and I was just listening, wow. just listening. I put that like. You know what the concept of the Billie Jean video is, the whole right. everything. But I put my concept, my life, in his place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's where it came from. Wow! Wow! I never knew that. I never knew that. Uh, that was actually a true story um, behind yeah. that. Wow! Wow! Yeah, everything. Thing I write. From ninety-eight percent of what I write are um, actual experience, my life experience. Yeah, I, I think it. Um, that's you why know, I say good, it makes it. That's yeah. why I say good, or good or bad, or whatever the case may be. Everything I write, I, I put it up for public display. It's my life, so you can't say yeah. anything that I haven't said. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the thing. I think it even makes you um, more relatable. Because the, the thing about it is that when when people when you read um, people's poetry um, or you hear their spoken word, um, what makes it people love it even more is when they're able to connect with it personally. You know, so right. uh, you know if somebody's sharing sometimes certain stuff that you haven't been through, like you can still you know go with it or whatnot. But when somebody is actually sharing pieces that are actually relatable. Um, to to you or to so many people in general, you know that's what makes you connect uh, with that person even more uh, because you like the you know authenticity um, that the the piece is giving you. So I, I like that one. Thank you. Absolutely, and um, of course, um, as well, um, you also have um, you did a book. Um, a while back, of course, um, the remnants of me. Um, yeah. And so uh, that book in itself. Um, are, is there any more plans on on putting out um, another book coming from you? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm working yeah. on a couple of projects right now. Um, what we're gonna do first though is um, gonna put out Yvette's book first. Okay. And then, then, and then we actually have one that. We wrote together maybe four years ago that we wow. are gonna put we're gonna put that out after hers, and then I have another one that I'm gonna put out 
after that one. So everything's yeah. in the work. Wow. Just find awesome. trying to find the right time right. and the right people to go with, if not um, self-publishing. But that's, right, that's right. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. And I wanted to ask you, um, because, uh, and I've had people uh, ask this question a lot when it comes to male poets, the females. <laughs> the female fans uh, as a male poet, because, especially when you're in a relationship, because sometimes um, people become very infatuated, you know, with absolutely. people uh, and so forth. So how do you, you know, how do you, um, try to deal, which I'm pretty sure you can tell. You know, we can always tell which ones are a little more infatuated <laughs> than the other ones. So, you know, for you, um, how have you learned to kind of deal with that over the years, especially, you know, having a relationship? Because you want to be, you know, respectful um, to your relationship and the person that you with. So how do you handle um, that avenue? I say um, thank you and keep it moving. <laughs> That's it. Keep the fight. That's all. all. Good night, folks. (laughs) That's that's all. I mean, that's all you'll get from me if you you get, you know what I mean? Because, like, it's all about respect, and I understand that that, that part of it, and I want her to understand that part of it as well and understand that Mm -hmm. I don't feed into any of that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, I'll t- I'll tell them from jump. Don't come in my inbox with any nonsense. Don't come to me with any mm-hmm. nonsense. Can't say it publicly on my page. It doesn't have to be said. Right. You know what I mean? So compliments or whatever. Okay, I- I'm gonna thank you. I mean, but that's about it. <laughs> that's it. I mean, what else can I say? Why? It's very wise, especially this day and age, with the the special special feature of like screenshotting. Because you know everybody like you know they get caught up you know with, with certain stuff, especially when it comes to social media, because you have people, unfortunately, who they like to bait you. You know what I mean? You know, it's like I know what your situation is, but I want to see how far I can get you away. You know, from right, that right. situation. The thing you know, is, is so, like mm-hmm. you, but you know better. You know what I mean? You you know that Absolutely. could happen. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah, you know that yeah. scenario could happen. So why put yourself in that position for that to take place anyway? You know what I mean? That's right. It's like That's you right. have some, you have some that don't think uh, upstairs and feed into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. think it's gonna go somewhere yeah. else, and you think. It's not gonna get out, but come on, man! It's, it's logic. It's mm-hmm. you're dealing with with emotional creatures. Here, you know what I mean? You're dealing with females. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's common sense to not put yourself in those predicaments in order for that to even happen. So, like I tell them, if you can't see it on my page, I mean, it doesn't need to be said. <laughs> give me a compliment. Absolutely, I agree. It's you and I'm gone. <laughs> Definitely agree, you guys. And uh, you guys, we're going to take uh, another short break. We're going to come back with more um, of Keith, uh, the Notebook Williams, you guys, right here on the beautiful Butterfly Show.
Story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair, and I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks since she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, do you have a man, she tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend.
again, welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Tonight, you guys, we're joined by Keys the Notebook Williams, you guys. And if you're out there, you still got time to call in. Uh, we're going to have Keys drop one more piece for you guys, and then we're going to open the mic up. So if you're a poet, uh, spoken word artist, and you got something you want to share tonight, we're going to let you do that um, in the last few minutes of the show, um, you guys. Or if you want to call in, show them some love, you can do that. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. All you have to do is press the number one, and we're going to bring you all up in here so you can join this party, uh, you guys. So, Keith, what's that? What's that next piece you're going to share with us tonight? Um, This is my most recent. Um, before this, I haven't written anything in like a year and a half. But oh wow! Well, yeah, it was that long. You truly, like you truly, truly be taking breaks. Like you, you like Joski. You just like, <laughs> all right, nah, <laughs> see y'all I later. I didn't, I'll be back. I mean, that long, <laughs> it, it just wouldn't come. But yeah, um, a couple of things ago it came out finally. I came out of that hole. But um, it's called murals. Pursuing something bigger than myself This has never been about myself No selfishness Self-reflective witnesses Witness this Art Change Perceptions, percentages Release mental prisoners Reprime, repaint your mental illnesses And images these These are murals Happy faces. Smiles, airbrush, painted on daily like fresh white tees used as canvases for a child's first art project. Projecting a long desire for permanent residence. Happy faces. Allowing others to feel the warm embrace of a mere facial feature, even if precipitation flows like the Serengeti. Deserted in a crowded room, invisible to a million pair of eyes looking me directly in the soul, but still. Still don't recognize my features and I realize that I, I too are as you are. I'm only human. The epitome of a starving artist with a gluttonous hunger for my mental capacity to be fed. Important what's most important to the point of regurgitating emotions or to make room for more food for thought. Consumption of different forms of general consensus Since what we build is only right that we live this No blasphemy but our daily bread we give This nourishment of the mind Tell me can you feel this I'm starving While I continue to paint these murals Question Have you ever been afraid of tomorrow When yesterday's climate control Had no chance of rain But today has you second guessing the sunrise Wanting to permanently reside in what you remember in your childhood. Help make the man, but unforeseen demands, commands, frustrations, and pain. Nothing to gain but a world to lose. Confused thoughts, abused heart, and things unimaginable. See, the boogeyman visits during the day when you grow. You ever been afraid? I have. So I pray the sun heals the day. Tomorrow, as I continue to paint these murals, understand, grab hold and fully understand the human behind the pen. Much more than my rights and my spit, I come fully equipped my own Da Vinci Code embedded within. What I've written, descriptions that just pay attention. 
Take time to listen with a right of life submission. No need for subscription. I make for public view the things I go through. No combination on a mental safe, unlocked and open, hoping that you'll understand what's inside. These are murals. And I continue to paint them. So you'll never have to be afraid of your tomorrow. Peace. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And you said uh, that piece, um, uh, you said it definitely took you a while. Uh, and so how were you um, inspired uh, to create that piece? Um, actually, I don't I don't write pieces. I yeah. just sit until they come and they pretty much write themselves. Okay. It. it it's crazy, but it happens that way. Yeah, it's, it's unique. I, I, I like you know the the different style because you hear a lot of people you know inspired through different themes or how people uh, just write every day. Um, but um, it, it's refreshing to know that you know even if you if you don't have a piece, it's not going to be something that's forced. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we we you know we see people kind of force stuff together and we're like ah okay you know so, <laughs> and and I have a short I have a short attention span so if if I'm reading something and it doesn't grasp my attention for the first couple of lines right I'm not yes. absolutely Absolutely, that that's me. I, I'm a big uh, book reader. I love to read books, but after the first couple lines in the book, if it's not reaching to me, I'm I'm, I'm putting it back. <laughs> it, it's pretty much a, a wrap for me um, on that note um, as well. So, of course, um, as promised to you guys, um, for those of you who are on the line who have a piece uh, you would like to share. Uh, with us tonight, you can feel free to do so. Call in the number three four seven three two six nine one three nine. I have to just press the number one, and um, I know Joski. He 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 definitely stays ready. Uh, if he's not too much into that game, so Joski, you got a piece for us tonight. The game ain't started yet, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> the game ain't started, but I'm sure watching this pregame. I'm like I'm listening and watching at the exact same time, like. Man, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I got a, I got a, a piece. It's, it's it's important to me, but it's it's a piece. <laughs> I can okay. take a break from the from the pregame. All right. Um, I don't know if y'all been seeing what's been happening, but you know, a lot of a lot of people been you know going around. I mean, I've used the word nigga. The term nigga said the word nigga a bunch of times, you know, but then I had to kind of like get away from that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. as black people, you know, that's that was just a, a, a bad kind of term that turned to a good term that turned into a wide world, a worldwide term now. You know what I'm saying? So that's what this piece is about. Okay, okay so let's let's go. Yo, nigga, yo, nigga, no. Yo, my nigga, not nigga. Nigga, please, check it. How can you say, yo, my nigga, cursing up a storm with your finger on the trigger, killing one another of the same skin just because he looked at you a certain type of way? You see, you're making a small problem, and you turn it into something that's bigger. 
You standing on the corner saying, yo, I got dough. But when you rolling through the hood, you looking over your shoulder, though. When you see me, you don't even consider me your brother no more. Thinking you getting paid massive kilograms, how do you figure? But since I don't want to be called yo nigga, you see a greeting that needs to be done away with. People claim that it's a term of endearment, but it's what's in a personal name that should be more made more relevant. Yo, that's my nigga, or yo, my nigga right there. It comes up quite often in everyday conversation. But ask yourself, what about other races of people? For example, white people. You never hear white people say, yo, that's my cracker, or yo, that's my redneck honky, or that's my peck of wood, because they deem it to be demeaning. Or what about Hispanics being called wet bats, spicks, border jumpers, or going around saying, yo, what's up the say? So why do we have to stoop down to an even lower level? You see, I'm not saying that I never use the word like other people, but I, have, I will say that I have learned to check myself and restrain from using it. Why not acknowledge our people as a term of endearment and call ourselves for the men? Let's call ourselves kings. And for the women, let's call them queens when we acknowledge each other. You see, the word nigger is a word which involves the derogatory term nigger. And yeah, Tupac said it best as he defined the distinction between the two. He said a nigger is a black man with a slave chain around his neck. And a nigger is a black man with a gold chain on his neck. So do we have a slave mentality or can we rally around using the term nigger? Hey, nigger, say what, nigger? Did you hear that the cops are pulling the triggers on these niggers? Will you let the next generation of belittle themselves by using the term or the word nigger? When will it end? It would depend on you and you and, oh, yeah, most definitely you to take a stand and demand that the word nigger will not figure as a choice of a statement. But ask yourself another question. If you were going on a job interview and the potential boss said that you were going to be his nigger to work in his company, would that figure in the selection or would you go in a different direction? We have to take a stand. We have to demand more of ourselves. Yo, nigga, this, and yo, nigga, that. Is that where our conversation really is headed at? And if we figure and use our vigor and say, I don't want to be called a nigger, you see the radio is playing it. Everybody's saying it. Man, I can't even tell you. The other day I heard Asian people saying it. It does not make it right. Not quite. Yo, my nigga. Yo, my nigga. No, nigga. No more. Nigga, not no more. Some would say that they are a ruthless N-I-W-G-A. But I ask the question, is there a better word that you and I can say? Let's use other terms to build us up and not tear us down. Just because everybody's using it does not mean that it's meant for everybody. You see, Toby say, I'll be good, nigga, boss. He even took a whipping to use his African name. The question I pose to you, will you make the same claim to refrain from being called that name? Are you being so caught up with being called a nigga that you don't even care how society sees your image as a public figure? You see, I know for me, I don't want to be called yo nigga. Say what, nigga? Yo, nigga. Yo, my nigga. I'll holler, nigga. What's up, nigga? Later, nigga. Not my nigga. You ignorant nigga. I don't want to be called a nigga. Just call me a king instinct. Dope. Dig it. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate wow. it. Wow. Thank you, Josie. Thank you. Thank you for letting me get that out there. Appreciate that it. Thank you. Have y'all been watching? Can I ask a question off subject? Have y'all been watching the new Roots? <laughs> I watched it. I have been watching. Man, I I I'm, I gotta give them props, man. I, I mean, you know, I'm so used to the first one, but yeah, the I new the one is pretty man. good. Yeah, you know, the new one, man, it's like, and it got star-studded people in it. Like, just coming up, today's episode going to have T.I. on there, you know, and it got it got stars in this in this whole shit yeah. series, you know. So it's like, mm-hmm. it ain't like just some people you don't know. It's people you can recognize. And I've been following it, it, you know. It's on multiple man. channels, too. They, they Yeah, up. it show it. It's on four channels. It's- They've been viewing um, like all three episodes all day long. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. I mean, it's good, man. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I've I seen this Instagram thing that Snoop did about boycotting it and all that. But I'm sad. Why you want to boycott? You know, I mean, that's what kills me about this. You know, you got people that are talking about boycotting. They don't know why they're making this and bringing this back up again. It's history. It's stuff that has happened. And it's putting a spin on things. It's not, I mean, I used to watch movies because, like these, because it would, it would get me angry, you know, to see that our people was taught, was done this way, you know. And I mean, I go to work mad at the white man all the time. Like, don't tell me. I, I, I'm going to come at you, you know. But it, it, I had to turn that perspective to say, you know what, this was history. And if we don't know right. where we came from and what they did to us, how can we learn to progress further, you know? Yeah. And Absolutely. and that's just how I look at it. That's that's this it's Absolutely. good to me, man. I'm, I encourage anybody if you if you get a chance, you know, cause like it's on episode four tonight. You know, I'm recording it, but I'm gonna still be I'm gonna be picture in picture. You know, I'm gonna be I'm <laughs> watching the game and I'm watching Roots. I know that's a bad combination, but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm gonna go dumb on both of them. Dumb, 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 dumb. That's what. <laughs> I got Thank mad love for both of y'all. Keith the Beast, love you, man. And, and uh, yeah, hey, keep doing your first. thing, brother. Keep doing your thing. Indeed. And, and I'm going to get with you, man, because um, I know we've been saying we're going to work on a collab, man. But, you know, I need to get my pen going. So I, I, we need to just make it happen, man, and, and just do it. Indeed. So whatever Indeed. topic, whatever subject, let's go on and just knock something out, man. No doubt. Now, I might be out, out your way, uh. Before too long, brother. Well, let me know, man. How long you gonna be? How long you gonna stay? I'm not, I'm not sure. Stay? Not sure okay. just yet. But I'll well, let you, you let know. me know. Yeah, let me know because I'm gonna be gone. I'm, I'm going on vacation in September. I'm gonna be out of the country again. So let me you know. know. <laughs> you you go on vacation every other month, brother. So Donnie, just you stay outside the country. Like, I'm about to start asking questions, but I ain't going to ask them on this show because I don't want nobody to go to jail or yeah, nothing. Yeah, so, but, uh, <laughs> we're going to ask you that another time, but we appreciate yeah, you yeah. calling me. It's all good. Hey, thank y'all. I love y'all, so, man. I'll holler right. at y'all later, man. Thank you. Right. You, you notice he's always going out of the country on vacation? Out of the country. Out of the yeah. country. He don't never stay in. He always going out. Out and for long extended periods of time. So yeah, we gonna we have to talk about that, Josie. But uh, nevertheless, definitely, uh, Keith, I want to tell you, man, I have definitely 
appreciate having you on the show tonight. It has definitely been uh, just an awesome experience uh, having you all here and uh, discovering more and more about you, um, not only as a poet but as a person um, in general. So I'm just I'm just thankful that you have given uh, the butterfly the opportunity to have you come on here tonight. Um, I, I definitely appreciate you. Yo, B-Fly, I appreciate you for having me. I've I had a great time. Like I said, I could stay two more hours. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. And to the folks out there who listen, we got a lot, a lot of folks on the phone line who have been listening um, from all over the globe. I mean, really, really, we've seen uh, numbers from all over the globe. So big shout-out to everybody on the phone lines listening. Uh, we definitely appreciate you. To those of you that called in and showed um, to, um Keith, some love tonight, you guys. Uh, we definitely appreciate you for that. Uh, so, Keith, tell the folks um, if they want to connect with you um, on social media. Um, he already told y'all, you know, if you come, you come with that mess, he ain't, he ain't got nothing for you. So, uh, <laughs> he, he got nothing for you. So, tell them how they can connect with you as far as uh, social media and all that good stuff. Um, I'm Keith, Q-U-I-S-E. Williams on Facebook. Um, Instagram is Keith the Notebook, all one word, and that's where I am. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, it has definitely been a pleasure, as again, as I say, having you on here. I definitely appreciate you, and we're going to have to do this again uh, sometime soon and have you come back on here. I would love to hear um, more uh, from you, and I hope you have a a great uh, rest of your evening and a fantastic rest of your weekend. Absolutely. Again, thank you for having me, and you have a great day and great weekend as well. All right, thank you. All right. All right, you guys, that was Keith the Notebook Williams. You guys can check him out, as he said, on Facebook, you guys. Awesome, awesome poet. Big shout out to him, to everybody who called in tonight. To those of you who are listening on the phone lines, we definitely, definitely appreciate you guys so much. This has been an amazing, amazing, amazing show. And uh, so I definitely, uh, before I get ready to get out of here, I want to invite you guys back on Tuesday. Uh, We got Destiny Malibu. Um, Destiny is actually a recording artist um, out of uh, Malibu, uh, actually, herself. So she's coming on, you guys, and she's going to be uh, sharing her music with us um, on the show that's going to take place Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So I'm excited about um, having her um, on here and uh, get to know even more about her. So I'm looking looking forward to that, um, definitely. So you guys be in store for that. Uh, she has definitely uh, had shows on uh, the TLC network. Uh, she's been performing all over. So definitely you guys check her out. Destiny Malibu, uh, she's on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, her music is definitely dope. I'm absolutely uh, excited about having her on the show, you guys. So once again, that's this coming Tuesday, June 7th. Um, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as always, make sure you guys go download our app. That's YRN 1328, available on your iPhones and your Androids. And so we're going to get ready to get out of here. You guys know i got to continue to throw back uh, party with some throwback music. So this is uh, Coffee Brown, you guys. I remember that song after the party. So have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next week. And you don't stop. Keep, keep it on. Keep it on. Keep, keep it on. You don't stop.
Stop.